This feels like a um, version of evening news with us <laughs> saying next to each other. Hello, and thank you for joining us for today's edition of TG1F, an F1 podcast with Kate and Nicole. I'm your host, Kate. And I'm Nicole. And this is our show. Welcome. <laughs> If you're not watching on YouTube, you, what you'll miss from that is we are sitting right next to each other as if this was the news. The evening news. The evening news. Which we should have an evening news show. Oh, can you imagine? No, we can need a late night show. Late night, you're right. Evening news. Yeah, sorry. Late whoa, night, whoa, whoa, bitch. Whoa. <laughs> and we'll have Seth Myers. Come on. <laughs> Seth Myers will be our, like, we'll Guillermo. Be soon be at the top of the late night host pyramid. We're at the top. All the late night hosts will have to audition to be our little sidekick yeah. that sits on the side. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be our house band? One Direction, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, XNDA. <laughs> 1975. Also, 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 <laughs> people will be breaking down the doors yeah. to try to be our house band, yeah. obviously. <laughs> no, it'll just be Nick and Carly. I Riley's going to have to learn an instrument because she does everything for us anyway. Riley, I feel like Riley can just learn tambourine. She'd be so good She'd at that. She'd be so sick on maybe a triangle. A little combination tambourine triangle. Does, okay, question for the list, long-time listeners. <laughs> you guys, like, know these little side characters we have, like, when we reference people by name. Like, I'm assuming you guys know Riley, graphic designer, Carly, Nick. But I feel like, are you keeping track or are these, like, new people? Do you just think we're bringing up randos every <laughs> single time? That we are talk? these, like, we're little just side characters up. in We're like, our you lives. don't remember Toby? <laughs> That's crazy. You guys don't know Toby. <laughs> just make someone up every week. <laughs> Uh, someone that we're not making up, though. I know someone that we are going to bring up right now that we're not making up. Tell me. Her name is Ophie. And she's the best. And she's the best. We're obsessed with her. Um, for some background, I think I talked about this in the actual piece, but I, you guys know, we don't do Two Girls, One Formula full time. Unfortunately. Job, unfortunately. But we do have jobs outside of this. And at my job, I was fortunate enough to work on a collection of products um, centered around astrology. And we worked with the incredible, the effervescent, the uncomparable (laughs) Astro Twins. Uh, And you guys may remember, we've brought up the Astro Twins before. Mm -hmm. One of our favorite episodes we've ever done was this past summer, summer of 2022, Mm -hmm. Um, right? Which did we make an actual podcast episode or was that just on Twitch? We just did that on Twitch stream. No, I'm pretty sure it was a podcast episode. Okay. Can't remember. We'll link it for you guys to watch that one again. But we did an episode for a Twitch stream, one one or the other, um, where we predicted the second half of the season for all the drivers based on their horoscopes. And we used horoscopes from astrostyle.com from the Astro Twins. And it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. And we were like, what a dream it would be to actually do this with the Astro Twins and actually be able to like have them give these horoscopes live and we can make predictions. And we manifested that. We make dreams come true on this podcast. And we were lucky enough. I called up my old friends uh, and we said, we got to do this. And Ophie was in and she, her sister, her twin sister, Tali couldn't make it, but that's okay. Um, we had so much fun 
with Ophi, yeah. breaking down all of the horoscopes for the grid. She even looked into what races um, happen during Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. so we can keep our eyes and ears out. And let's just say the we, F1 drivers are in for a yeah, we've heck of a year. Spicy season coming up. Spicy season. Hopefully we'll do it again where we like check in throughout the season with Ophi, but she's so she's fun. definitely our new resident astrologer like in-house astrologer <laughs> she's literally the best like <laughs> so i will be texting her all of my personal problems <laughs> she's to be gonna like, block us she's like enough <laughs> um so i mean without further we ado, don't need to get into you just need to listen you to this just episode. need to listen to this because prepare to have your worlds rocked and let us know what you guys think of all of the horoscopes. Like, did we, do you think we predicted things wrong? Do you have predictions to make that maybe we didn't even think of? Mm-hmm. Let us know in the comments, both of Instagram and of YouTube. And here we I, go. Here we go. Let's just go. Okay, well, we, this is probably the podcast episode that I am, have been the most excited about Same. recording, something that we've been wanting to for a long time, and we're finally doing it. We are joined by none other than Ophi Adut of the Astro Twins, celebrity astrologers, astrologers to the stars, we work with Elle magazine, and... I like I like don't I can't I don't have words right now I'm just so excited (laughs) we are so pumped to have you here today oh my god it's perfect perfect it's perfect we are we love astrology we love you know asking the stars what's in our future we love to see kind of what's up for us so to have you here to kind of talk us through the Formula One season is especially exciting for us yes oh my gosh I've been obsessively looking at all the the drivers and their teams and, you know, (laughs) got things to predict and say for sure. So excited. Well, I think for any of our followers, if they don't know who you are already, which like (laughs) they need help, I would love if you could just give a little bit of some background on yourself and how you first got into astrology and kind of where it's taken you in your career. Yeah, okay. Well, astrology was an accidental career. My boyfriend in college many years ago gave me a chart as a birthday present. Actually, it was about 30 years ago. And it was for my 21st birthday. And he was, yeah, I just was like, whoa. I knew I was a Sagittarius, but I didn't know all these other details, like the entire, the that there was a moon sign and all these other things. And because I, you know, I read I was a Sagittarius. I was like, yes, I am sarcastic. I'm into publishing all these <laughs> things, but eh, I don't know. But then when I saw like, oh, my four planets in Scorpio, oh, that explains this obsessive, puzzling part of myself. So it, I was like, I got to test this out on my friends. I'm still skeptical, but it just kept cranking. Human beings do come with some kind of an instruction manual. So why? <laughs> Why wouldn't we use it? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Then just went on to work in publishing and would give like side readings to my fellow editors. And one of them ended up at Teen People magazine and hired us to do the horoscope column. Okay. And back in like 2002, I don't know if I read Teen People in here. Um, (laughs) It's no longer in business, but yeah, it just didn't stop. Like 
okay, this is what I love doing and people want to hear it. So here we are telling people what to do with their lives based on the arbitrary planets. <laughs> I love it. And you, so you are one half of the Astro twins, which obviously means there is a second twin, which is so fun that you get to do this with your sister. Yeah, it turns out we have the same weird photographic memory mm-hmm. and we just kind of both took to astrology is about patterns and I don't know, maybe being twins, we were always tuned into each other and mm-hmm. noticing patterns in people. So um, yeah, it's just, we both become obsessed at the same time, you know, why not work with your, work with your, uh, you know, working together is always so much more fun. Does, yeah, with. like pretty fun to work with your best friend, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> well, we're really excited to talk to you about astrology and F1 and how these two worlds that people wouldn't necessarily put together in the same sentence, how they work together. So you have a decent understanding of Formula One, right? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Not like you guys do, but I was married to somebody who watched the races obsessively. And we did just have dinner and go over all of the driver's charts. And so, yes, I'm familiar with the sound of the race. Okay, perfect. Perfect. That's all you need to know. That's like baseline knowledge. That's all. Mm -hmm. Well, you be the astrology expert here and we'll be the F1 experts and, and... the other side will have enough knowledge to to go yes. and have a conversation. It'll be perfect. I've um, heard Lewis Hamilton, Fernando Alonso, <laughs> Sebastian Vettel. I know he's not there, but you know, <laughs> I heard those names, <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're back. <laughs> I know it's race season. Yeah, so awesome. Well, okay. Does would it make the most sense? We're thinking about maybe doing going through the different signs. And just kind of talking about like what is like the Aries, what does 2023 look like for for people that are Aries? And then we'll go through and see, you know, which of the drivers are there. We can kind of make some predictions based on what we know about what their situation is and what we now know about their astrology and kind of what that what yeah. can happen there. Let's bring our superpowers together. Let's do it. Okay. As they say. <laughs> so I guess does it make sense to start at the beginning? Start at yeah, Aries? Start with Aries. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Yep, I've got my list. <laughs> so, yes. So, okay. Astrologically, sorry. I, I have a lot of papers. I've got all the charts <laughs> yeah. and everything here. So, let me rustle those up here. So, we have two Aries, I believe. Yep. So, Aries are, everything is new for them. They're a little bit at the beginning of a phase. So, they're going to, they're kind of, it's going to take until later this year for things to really blossom. They're trying new things that they should be. And they are maybe making some mistakes, but also good mistakes, like learning and growing mistakes. And so they're, but they're after mid July are going to be really in the spotlight. That's so if they're, if they're off to a slow start, it's okay because everything's going to start to gel in mid July. Okay. So. I think that's really interesting because, yeah, there are two two Aries on the grid. The first is Oscar Piastri and the second is Alex Albon. And Oscar Piastri, this is his first year in Formula One. So, okay. yeah, things are feeling pretty new for him. And and Alex, for his for him, he's at one of the lower teams. And I think that he has a rookie alongside him this year. So he'll probably be trying to um, pave his way. 
as like the senior driver on on the team. With Oscar too, bad first race, did not finish. Yeah. So Horrible's first F1 race in the books for him. That's interesting. So maybe McLaren picks it up middle yeah. of the season. And because he was really highly anticipated as a rookie, mm-hmm. people are saying he's like the next big thing. So it was kind of like sad that he had such a slow start. But maybe, you know, we'll see him really rise to the occasion later. You will. Okay. You will. So Pisces season is always so the whenever the sun is in the zodiac sign before yours, it's the slow kind of unfortunate time. So to have to. Make a debut in Pisces season as an Aries. It's just like planting a seed in the wrong soil. So okay, when we see Aries season starting March twenty first, maybe by the third race he'll probably you know he may do well. Okay, mm-hmm. but he right. but I give him a year. Okay, we'll give him a year to prove himself to us, and I guess we can't us personally. Yeah, us personally. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> But I guess we can't put all the blame on McLaren for the bad first race. It's the stars. The stars. It was stars and McLaren. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just not the right dive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then Alex, I think that will, I mean, he had some health things at the end of last season. So it's probably just like a, it's a slow start again. Yeah. He's with Williams. But I think we always are always hoping that Williams is going to do well. And so maybe the second half of the season, we'll see them start to pull ahead maybe the midfield battle will get a little heated up yeah it could it definitely could awesome all right and next so next time we have one taurus on the grid his name is yuki sonoda so Uh what do the stars have in store for little yuki it's a very interesting time for tauruses they had a, a very transitional year and will continue to until the middle of may so he would probably even be off to a slower start than the mm-hmm. Aries. Almost like invisible, not really getting a whole lot of attention. Like he may creep out and surprise everybody after May 16th. And Ooh. suddenly become like go from like the zero to hero. Uh, yeah. So we are mm-hmm. hopeful for that with Yuki. Yeah, yeah. So Yuki is on his third mm-hmm. third season in formula one and for the past two seasons he's had the same teammate they were the best of friends but unfortunately this year his teammate moved to a different team and so he has a brand new teammate who is it's his first full year yeah. on the grid but he's been around the circuit for a while he knows what he's doing he's older and he's very like very popular people are really excited about him so I and and people are worried that he's going to overshine Yuki and Yuki mm-hmm. might be demoted after this. So I have a feeling that that's pretty accurate. People are going to be looking at Nick DeVries a lot in the first, mm-hmm. you know, couple races. And then maybe in May, Yuki will come back and say, like, don't forget about me. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. And Nick is an Aquarius. So, mm. you know, he's just getting a whole lot of attention now because Saturn just left Aquarius. Yep. So he's oh, been freed oh, now. Wow. All of a sudden, it's like he, all the Aquarius drivers, which we'll get to, have like really worked hard and now they're earning their stripes. They're getting their, you yeah. know, you're seeing George Russell overshadow Lewis Hamilton, yeah. right? Yeah. So an Aquarius, like, yeah, so, well, we're going, skipping ahead of the Zodiac, yeah, right but, but okay. yes. Very exciting. Wow, uh-huh. it's it's so much fun. It's like, it's 
just gives me like such a buzz. I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Like <laughs> I can see it. Like it really does. It does make sense. Okay. Well, I'm really excited about the next sign because <laughs> I'm a Gemini and we have one other Gemini on the grid. One other Gemini as if I'm the Gemini. <laughs> you are on the grid. <laughs> as, yeah. As if I'm the, I'm the other Gemini on the grid. But the other, the Gemini on the grid this year is Zhou Guan Yu his second season in formula one and one of my personal favorites not just because we share an <laughs> astrological sign i think that's a little <laughs> bit of it though yeah mm-hmm. well i think that he could end up so saturn is now in a, a very high profile part of the chart for jeff so i do think it will take him time but he may rise into sort of more of a, a leadership or a primary Ooh. driver kind of role though over the, but it, it might take two years yeah. okay can, there may even be there may be disagreements with the team boss or the car company he's driving for there may be some but he or he may even end up being recruited to <gasps> more prestigious teams is there a possibility Ooh. of that happening Ooh. Well, we're, you know, this is his second year. He was a rookie last year. So, you know, he's kind of gaining a foothold this year. His teammate, Botas, was previously demoted from Mercedes, where George Russell replaced him. Now he's down at Alfa Romeo. And so I think he is also a promising young rookie. And I think he's proved himself in his first season. And so it wouldn't be surprising to see after his second year, if some teams are really interested in his abilities. Yeah, yep. and I, I think that, you know, Valtteri Botas has been kind of mentoring him. Mm-hmm. And I think Valtteri's in a, in a spot where he's like very comfortable where he's at. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Joe really trying to prove himself and really trying pretty hard and really trying to show show what he can do. And and Valtteri can kind of not take a step back, but just be like, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a Virgo, so they always like to help and support Virgo Gemini friendship for sure. There. Oh my gosh! I'm like every single, almost every single person in my life is a is a Virgo. So yeah, I get Same. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, exciting. Okay, good things in the pipe for for our boy show. Mm-hmm. Excited for him. All right, and Leo. No, no cancers on the grid. No cancers. For, yeah, that's right. Daniel's. Daniel's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- we can get to him later, though, because everyone is going to want to hear what <laughs> Danny has coming this year. People are going to want to hear about him. But for the grid, the next is Leo. We have Fernando Alonso and Nico Hulkenberg are two Leos. And when I was figuring out what sign all of them were. I found out that Fernando was a Leo, and I said, I have never been less surprised. <laughs> exactly. Anything exactly. in my life. Exactly. <laughs> I know I was going to say he is a textbook Leo, <laughs> self assured, and, you know, very, very much the part. So yeah. <laughs> now Venus is going to go retrograde you know, this summer. So the July, August, September, per- early September period is, I want to stay out of those sort of. A little bit out of the spotlight, which will be hard for Leo. Oh, so, like, yeah, that will be hard. They, yeah, they may have some frenemy moments or some a breakup in a relationship or just maybe just something that's not a good look. They may even be, there might might be a something around that could be some bad publicity. Okay. So they'll have to they'll have to watch their partying oh. and romantic dalliance and you know things they say. And Leo's that- can get a little cocky. That's interesting because Fernando's girlfriend 
is a journalist, an F1 journalist that's like always there. So like that could be a double whammy relationship issues and bad publicity relationship issues because bad publicity around the relationship issues from her her that yeah i mean maybe she's gonna be commenting on his career and Mm -hmm. he won't be too happy about that or like she may leak something that he's like hey that was confidential not printed you know so it could be drama and his love life just saying and teammate like frenemy situation we just already know that's gonna happen yeah with, oh, yeah. with Stroll. Yeah, so Aston Martin, Leo the team Scorpio. that Fernando's on, Lance Stroll's dad is the owner of the team, basically bought the team to give his son a seat to keep him in F1. And oh, then my. they brought Fernando on. And so obviously, I think they want Lance to be the number one, like they want him to be the star. But Fernando does not like not being the star. So he's trying to play the the friendship game, the team team player game right now but i'm very curious to see how long that can go on for mm-hmm. so it feels like maybe those summer months are when like tensions are gonna oh god yeah <laughs> i mean lance is a scorpio and, and scorpios often rise to their connection whereas leos they take a lot of pride in what they do and they'll mm-hmm. put on a show they don't mind getting a helping hand but they really do try to work hard to get where they are, whereas Scorpios may cut the line sometimes. So, I mean, if Lance, I mean, those are two of the least humble signs, but, (laughs) you know, when they work together, they can be a power duo. So if they can Hmm. play to their different strengths and become a dream duo, then great. But it sounds like we may have two alphas in the alpha. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Honestly, and I kind of like. I kind of wish we put Lawrence Strolls on here, like I, because I do feel like Lance might not be as alpha. It's like his dad is alpha. Yeah, let's let's take him up. Let me oh yeah, up. well they'll never out alpha their dads, but let's see what he is. Lawrence Lawrence Stroll. Oh, okay, right. July eleventh. Oh, cancer. a cancer. He's the cancer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we do have a cancer. <laughs> Oh, God, you know, they're the patriarchs, they're the dad, the family man, daddy. You know, cancer is actually a sign of the mother. He's a bit of a momager. Oh, my God, he yeah. is. He is. He is. He's, yeah, He's a stage mom, Lawrence. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. He's got his hands in every part of Lance's career. Uh, 100%. Well, Chris Jenner is a Scorpio and Chloe is a Cancer. So reverse, but you know, there's still a momager and molded child thing going on. Yeah, there, so. huh. that's interesting. And and the other Leo we had was Nico Hulkenberg, and he's on a team right now with his frenemy. Yeah. Kevin Magnuson. Yeah, they they famously had gloriously like yeah a infamous had a conversation after a race. They'd crashed into each other, and Nico says, "Hey, nice driving out there." No, he said once again, always the most unsportsmanlike on the grid. And Kevin Magnuson said, "Suck my balls, mate." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> on on TV, like on, live broadcast like, during interviews, and now. They are teammates. So oh, wow. They're putting on a, a show of being friendly, but I don't know. Yeah. Leo Libra might be able to get over it. 
Yeah, they might. I think they're both dads now, so maybe they will. But like, I, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how like the teammate dynamic yeah. goes. Like racing against each other every week. What's yeah, I think. Yeah, well, that's very unlibra like to be so. When they get mad, though, they will go, you know, on. But hopefully, he'll get back to the Libra social graces of <laughs> that side. Well, I feel stay. like with K Mag, he's not usually very like explosive. yeah. I feel like he is very level headed, and I've never really seen him like. I think it was be surprising. Yeah, I, I think it was like a surprising moment where everyone was like, "Oh, pocket. yeah." It was not very yeah. much like him, <laughs> which <laughs> makes me wonder. I'm like, does he just really not like Nico? Yeah. Was who what, did Nico call him? He was the one. Like? Yeah, because that's like the ultimate offense to a Libra. The sign of fairness. That's like, yeah. You know, how dare yeah. you offend the thing that I take pride so. Yeah, it was Nico telling Kevin, you're the most unsportsmanlike on the grid. So that is that was, interesting. That was a low blow Ooh. uttered by a cocky Leo. Heard his ego. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, next up is Virgo. This is one of the signs that has like the most drivers. Yeah. Some of our um, favorite drivers on the grid too. Some of our favorite drivers on the grid. We have... Valtteri Botas, Esteban Ocon, and Carlos Sainz are all Virgos. So I know personally, I would get along with all of them really well. <laughs> well, it makes sense because Virgos ruled by Mercury, which rules vehicles, cars. So is Gemini, mm. but Virgos an Earth sign. So I mean, what better way to ground beneath you? Virgos love cars, yeah, yeah. motorcycles, anything with wheels. They're also very technically good. They rule Virgos rule timing actually so they have this scent and the, and all the you know they're probably good with the dashboard and all the controls and everything so this is a great sport for Virgos. i'm not at all surprised the majority there what's up so what's in what's their year look like well they actually have to really work on their relationships with their driving partners like that's where we're gonna see some of them. like they'll either have mega issues or uh being super strong in their partnerships so but that's gonna be pivotal to their success so they're gonna actually learn how to be better partners this year and even if they're the number two guy so i mean i think that's interesting because obviously we talked about botas being a mentor to Mm -hmm. joe and potentially maybe having joe outshine him as the rookie of the two and with Esteban and Pierre, also frenemies, do not like each other. So I think they're going to be at odds with each other all season. To go mm-hmm. 50-50, what's going to happen? They're yeah. either going to get through it and become the best friends or that's not going to go well. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is Saturn. Saturn is in the partnership house for Virgos now. So they are having to really grow up if they're immature around mm-hmm. partners and their egos are in the way they will get knocked down mm-hmm. but if they have a bad partnership yeah they may there may be a little bit of a cold war between the ones that don't like each other yeah interesting what do we think about carlos and and charles i feel like they almost at this point have like a common enemy in mm-hmm. just ferrari being <laughs> not the best the past couple of years so Hopefully that makes them stronger because they have to like work together to like 
make sure they're giving yeah. the right feedback to the team, maybe. I don't know. I those are my favorites, so I don't want them to fight. What's well, what's very interesting is that Ferrari is a Virgo ruled company. Mm-hmm. It was founded what? September thirteenth, nineteen thirty-nine, which is also the year of the rabbit. And we are back in the year we're of the rabbit again. Yeah. My god, twelve that's years. Birthday. Yeah. My yeah. fiance's birthday is oh. Ferrari. Well, okay. No wonder you're so loyal to this team. Yeah, so <laughs> it only makes sense. Niall Horan too. I don't know, of course, I love it. Well, the 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 rabbit year return is a, is a turning point year for Ferrari when when you have your year. So they are going to need to make some changes. They should be listening to the disillusioned drivers and maybe even bringing them on the design. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it could be interesting because I think both Carlos and Charles are very hungry for success. And I think there have been times in the past where they have disagreed with team orders on who was finishing above one another. And I think they both really want to win. But Mm -hmm. while they like each other, I think there is some healthy competition between the two of them to be like, I'm the best on the team. And so it will be interesting, especially if they do get it together and have a good car. Yeah. To kind of see how that shakes out. And good to know that, like, Ferrari is going to have, like, it's a good time for them to have some shakeups in the team because they did just get a new team principal. Fred Vasseur just came in to be the new team principal. And I believe their head of, what, design or, or something just resigned from Ferrari. Oh, so they're going to have to, like, bring some other people in. So hopefully that spells good things to, like, bring someone else in who's going to, like, really shake up the way that they think about the design of the car and maybe involved so on brand for this rabbit year coming back so i wonder if some rabbit like are featured well hopefully it's that they're speedy like yeah exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) fingers crossed that's what we're hoping for um speaking of speaking of carlos is ferrari teammate charles leclerc He's a Libra, which is our next Mm -hmm. sign. And in this sign, we have Max Verstappen, who we all know is kind of on the top of his game right now. So I'm very intrigued to see what his year is going to look like. Kevin Magnussen, who we already talked about a little bit. And then Carlos. Yeah. I feel like Max Verstappen defies astrology. However, (laughs) the south node of the moon, which is a sort of, it's like a little bit of a shadow period. It's going into Libra mid-July for a year and a half. And when it comes into that sign, whatever sign it goes into, sometimes it goes underground a bit or mm-hmm. becomes weirdly unpopular or less visible. So we may actually see some surprising kind of like, they're going to be going through things. Well, that doesn't some- bode well for Charles either. No, it so- doesn't. I know it doesn't. Max, you go through something like, oh, no. (laughs) I know. I mean, I hope he doesn't. But he does seem to be having some friction already with, you know, Ferrari. Mm -hmm. And he's one sign apart from his teammate, which is a point of friction. So Mm -hmm. what we may see is him. What happens sometimes with the 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 person starts to feel like a victim or they get they might even they get a little bit canceled or they do something that makes people kind of go and then they have to redeem themselves oh, so interesting they'll have to and that's you know coinciding with venus retrograde so i'm sure charles doesn't read his horoscope although he does i guess listen to pop music so you <laughs> never know <laughs> but he's a leaper he's, he's he's someone that might be really into astrology actually. he might be <laughs> charles we need to do a reading for you yeah yes. because i think 
yeah, that July August time is gonna he's gonna really need to lock it down, keep his opinions to himself. Oh yikes! When a Libra thinks something is unfair, they speak out. But yeah, we yeah. saw a little bit of that last year too when things were going wrong. It was actually around that time because it was at the British Grand Prix, and he started like kind of like publicly fighting with the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think if they don't get their shit together this year, we could see that. All right. Charles Defense Squad, get ready because we are going to be needed this year. (laughs) Yes, he's going to really need his cleanup crew there. It wouldn't surprise me, though, for Max to say something stupid. That's going to get him in some hot water, though. It is interesting to me that he's a Libra. Yeah, I don't think out of all of the signs, I don't think I would have pegged him. But I also don't really know what I'd... I think he's a Sag rising, so, you know, like, can be very, could come across as very and condescending just sort of like yeah superiority complex without any apology whatsoever yeah i mean that's don't look at me (laughs) no that's that's not what i was looking at you for i was like that makes sense doesn't it i wasn't looking at you okay but if the shoe fits nicole geez you said it not me i think what you projected there <laughs> really really hard we're projecting Woo! <laughs> and then i think the the last person in there is kevin magnuson i don't know I'd, i mean he might say something i think he's i mean obviously haas is like yeah not, not performing as well as they had hoped to be i so i think also could be because nico did a little bit better than him in mm, the last race yeah and so, and as we have already discussed, a little bit of frenemies, that could lead to some further tension where if Nico comes in, outperforms him, might lead to some. Yeah. I'm also wondering because that like time period that we're talking about is also usually around like the silly season time. Mm-hmm. And Haas has had a crazy couple of years of their driver pairings. They actually, Kevin Magnuson was on Haas. And then they fired him and brought in other like rookie drivers and then brought him back last year. And then so I'm like wondering, like, what if they make another call this year where they like once again take him off the team? Like, I feel like yeah. that would be like straw that broke the back. Loyalty is out the window. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. The Libras, they, they really will want to lay low a little bit and show that they're what the, what the opportunity for them is to show new new parts of their character. So that they get sponsorships and popularity and fans and that kind of thing. I mean, I know that's not the point of it, but a little you bit. Know, a little bit. It's all they will be judged by their behavior. Right. Yeah. So if it you know, if it's good or if they show good good sportsmanship, that that will yeah. yeah, work well. All right. My loyalty is about to be tested if Charles messes up. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. Next, we've already talked about Lance Stroll a little bit, but I think I'm excited to dive a little deeper into his psyche right now. So Scorpios. Yeah. We have two Scorpios. We have Lance Stroll mm-hmm. and Lando Norris, which mm-hmm. on the surface, I'm like, I would never you know, think that they would be the same sign. But at the same time, I feel like we've been getting a little more personality from Lance lately that I'm like, I could maybe see them being the same. Yeah. The same mm-hmm. sign. Well, Scorpios have had that south in their side the last year 
and it'll be leaving mid-July. So they have been more underground and bit, like everything that is going to mm-hmm. happen to the Libras has been happening to them. So got it. it's been harder for them to gain popularity. People are judging them, saying things like, oh, your daddy bought the team. Like they haven't had a chance to shine or prove themselves, but they will starting in July. So we may change our minds. Like They're not, they're not like the fan favorite until later in the year i mean i think i mean that tracks one earlier this year we said we think this is lance stroll's year that he's going to come out of a show and we're going to be big fans of him by the end of the year there you go we We did did say say that that. we think that it's going to be him also lando last year got caught a lot of black because he was very unsupportive of danny rick who is very popular on the grid and was basically like i don't feel bad for him like that he's struggling yeah. yeah And so I think he got a lot of bad press on that. And also part of McLaren coming into this season, kind of reaping what you sow, being bottom of the barrel. And so maybe similar to Oscar, where, you know, mid-July, they really start to shine. Really interesting. It's so McLaren fans out there. I don't think you have too much to worry about. It sounds like things are going to turn around based on these drivers. And then really in like late September. I was gonna say post yeah. summer break. after the Venus retrogrades and the Mercury retrogrades, which we'll talk about. Just yeah, the le- end of the season, like that, September, like mid September till the very end, you may see Scorpios coming out on top. Shockingly, huh? Okay, yeah. well I'm excited and not Libras. So <laughs> I mean, I'm I I'm looking forward to a Lance Stroll redemption year. He's, I'm excited he's to get yeah. a redemption arc, and I think he's gonna come out on top. Mm-hmm. He may not win championship, but I think personality wise and like fan wise, I think people are going to really start to to see his character. Yeah, and... he's going to start to build yes. following. Yeah. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. excited. OK, this is Nicole's sign. No Sagittarius on the. On... Well, you know what? I have some bad news for you. I did your chart. And OK, I think this is your Capricorn. No, I am a Capricorn. Okay. Um, oh, because I have some bad news. For you. I was like, does she think she's a Sagittarius? No, zero degree cap. Yeah, okay. because I'm tw- the twenty first. So some yeah. cards say, depending on what the read is, I'm Sagittarius. But I relate deeply with Capricorn, so I've never. I can confirm that you're a Capricorn based on your time of birth. It's only bad news because I'm a Sag, and I'm clearly biased toward <laughs> my sign, giving it away in a very un- a very but Sag. Okay. I have a lot of Sag in my chart. Yep. You do. So, we true. can relate. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no Sagittarius on the on, on the grid. On the grid, though. But we Which is funny because have... we don't do. You know, we're always somewhere else. We're not. You know, amazing. No one be confined in a little car. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But one of the one of our favorite drivers is a cap. And we have to talk yeah, about and our it. favorite one of our favorite team principals. Total. Yeah. Total is a Capricorn. Oh, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> we have Lewis Hamilton. And newcomer, newcomer, Logan Sargent, the two that I would almost not put near each other at all, personality wise, I don't think. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued that they are both Capricorns. What does the year have in store for these two? Big, big changes. So Pluto, which is the sign of the planet power, has been in Capricorn since 2008 and it's leaving for a couple of months. March 23rd. I think there's a race right around that day. And then it is coming back June 11th. So a lot of upheavals. I was looking at Lewis Hamilton's chart. 
Funny enough, Capricorn's the sign of the goat, so of course he's the goat. Yeah, right. Incredible. Shot, but you can't yeah. make that out. <laughs> Textbook astrology cliche. But he is going through what's called the North Node Return, so he's getting his ass kicked a little bit karmically. And he has something in his chart called a Grand Trine. A few of the drivers do. Actually, Kate, you have two of them in your chart, which is amazing. Oh, it's so, good. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, good. It's like this. No, it's a lot. It's like it's the lucky triangle where things come easily to you. So it's awesome. It's the way but I, what I see in his chart a little bit is that he has had things come so easily to him that when test happens, it's like he's outraged. He's kind of like, don't you know who I am? A little bit of energy. Ooh. So there's there's a little bit of that that could be brewing this year for Lewis Hamilton, where his he is confused about why things aren't just falling in the lap. Yeah. Say. But huh. Capricorns work hard, and they have this sort of self-control that makes them seem so manly and like such natural winners and that yeah. kind of thing. So at least the mature Capricorns do. But also... Not you, not you. I'm talking about the men. Oh, I am looking at you. <laughs> no, no, they, it's a complicated, it's a complicated sign because they don't show everything and show their whole hand. They usually have like this very quirky streak that they try to hide and it starts hmm. to come out the older they get, usually after the age of 35 or 40. So I'm not surprised that it seems like Lewis Hamilton has started to show more of his yeah, yeah his definitely. personality since turning thirty five. So I feel like it's hard because I don't know enough about Logan. I know to like really know what his personality is like. He's kind of boring, but yeah. maybe he just is like very hiding his quirky side. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to be vulnerable on the internet and doesn't want Absolutely. people who don't he doesn't trust to like know the real him. So record like to be. To see, some of them are just boring, but a lot of them are just like they're, it's, it's a sign that's ruled by Saturn, which is the planet of discipline, the mm. stoic, sometimes repressed planet. So when, when they unleash themselves, it's a blast. But until they do, yeah, they can actually read as like very boring. So. Yeah. Huh. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this pans out for, for Logan. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. He may um, just, you know, put his head down and work and like be like the person that's like, well, guys be a little more like that. Yeah, it is his first so. his first season with a team that's maybe going to be midfield this year. So, you know, yeah. he has some potential to really just like work hard and prove his worth, because I think he's another one who's technically like a paid <clears throat> driver where he, he has brought lots of money to the team for it to be able to function. So I think. Anyone who is in that kind of seat already has like a little bit of a notch against them. And so I feel they're like owned by someone right. a little bit. Yeah, it's like a mm -hmm. corporate driver, which which is very Capricorn to be like the sort of corporate plug in the he may start dating a celebrity though this summer. So that okay. could, be, oh, could give him really? some extra personality to make up worth lack. That's true for Lewis too. Yeah. He already has, so, you know. Well, we have... <laughs> we really want Lewis to date Kim Kardashian. Like, so badly. <laughs> Interesting Libra Capricorn. That may not end well, but... That's okay. I like the idea of that. It doesn't have to end well. We just want you to see it. <laughs> 
that would be the end of his career. Yeah, I think because they're just like, Lewis is either going to date someone who has just as much star power as him, or he's going to have to go and date someone who's not famous at all. I feel like, like, I don't think he would do that either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. yeah. He's he's going to have to date famous. Yeah. Okay. Well, can, you know, she's available. She is. Always. And we're so keeping cool. we're keeping watch on that. We're hopeful. We're hopeful. Okay. And our yeah, final like sign, it. our final sign is the most popular sign. The most drivers on the grid are Aquarius, which is the sign of popularity. You know, there were a lot of... Scorpio and Aquarius president, U.S. presidents too. I think more huh. now there's the most Scorpio. So and I think a lot of Virgo. So the, it seems like the track is uh, mimicking the White House here. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah, we have George Russell, Sergio Perez, Pierre Gasly, and Nick DeVries are all Aquarius. Wow. Well, yeah, I think Aquarius is sign of popularity, friendship, teams. And they just had Saturn in their sign, just left on March 7th. So the last two, three years have been really about working hard and earning their way in. So they're now getting their reward by, you know, at their place. It wasn't easy, though. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think that makes a lot of sense because George obviously has worked really hard and is now at Mercedes, mm-hmm. which has historically been a top team. We have Sergio Perez, who's at Red Bull and finished third in the driver's championship last year and is probably the the Red Bull second driver that's been the most successful since, right. since Danny was there. Mm-hmm. We have Pierre, who struggled for a long time with like being kind of stuck under the Red Bull corporate umbrella and then finally is now at Alpine. So he's kind of moving up the, the ranks. And Nick DeVries has been a reserve driver for years and is now having his chance actually on the grid. Perfect. Yeah. And Pluto is going to Aquarius when it leaves Capricorn. And it's going to be there for 20 years, starting in November 2024. So they are going to be the the sign that has all the power. So the Capricorns are going to hand the seat of power over to the Aquarians. So Lewis Hamilton, you know, we're going to see what's going to Oh, yeah. That's very symbolic. (laughs) That won't go over well, what you're telling me. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about Lewis Hamilton? I mean, I would like to see him win his eighth just because I think he's put in a ton of work. And I think what he's done for the sport has been incredible. He brings such a fresh perspective is always pushing for the sport to be better the people to be better he hasn't always been that way he has grown into his power and Mm -hmm. and grown into his voice and i think the way that the championship finished in 2021 yes i forget all the years are melting together now uh, i think was a little unfortunate and a little unfair with the way that it ended i don't you know have a super strong opinion each way i know realistically they were not going to let it finish under a yellow flag. Choices were made. Do I think they were the right ones? Probably not, but it is what it is. And I can understand why it was made. And so it's just kind of crazy to me. That's wild. And I want him to be, I want to see a little bit of a redemption for him. I don't want him to go yeah. out on such a low. I think. Yes. Exactly. He won't. He won't. So his North Node return, which is the kind of karmic ass kicking and evolution that lasts for a year and a half. Started November 19th. Well, there was an eclipse there. So January 2022, but really 
started to feel it in November 2021 at the end of the season. And that is ending July 17th of this year. So again, he may be Whoa. one of the, this is a very, a season divider, really, that July 17th. Yeah, for like a lot of people. signs, yeah. Yep. May 16th also is too, when Jupiter goes out of Aries into Taurus. We're going to see less ego. And uh, so Jupiter has been in Aries for the season so far and will be till May 16th. Actually, it was, it was throughout last year on and off. Okay. From Aries and Pisces. And that amplifies and magnifies egos and individuality. So everybody's been extra selfish during the season. Yeah. And very much about themselves and their own image and their deals and their this and that. And so it's not, you know, it's made it fun for the fans to watch because there's extra, you know, flash. But when it goes into Taurus, I think people are going to get back to like a little bit of humility and hard work and people will be more judged on their technical ability, their character, their, it's going to be cooler to be not a douchebag so <laughs> i think that tracks because i feel like all the teams other than red bull have a lot to prove like they all kind of like missed the mark this year and yeah. so i feel like a lot of people have to go back to the drawing board to be very humble about yeah where they are right now and just kind of accept that and and push forward to be better if it became like a popularity contest or yeah. a show then that should you know, die down a little bit, hopefully. Not entirely. I think that'll still go on for a bit, but I mean, <laughs> we're talking about a lot of egos. So yeah. they, can't, they can't totally go away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Well, I'm excited to see this year. I feel like we have some good predictions for us to like come back to and see like how people are. I feel like we're going to have to do another one of these in th that time frame. Mid season. Oh, yeah. Season to see, I like, know. We are. We are. We're going to have to see what's going on with everyone. I want to yeah. point out the races that are happening during Mercury yes. retrograde because that's when there can be like, you know, accidents or people have to be careful or there can be fights and just people, you know, all yeah. the drama of the racetrack. So Mercury is going to be retrograde in Taurus, April 21st to May 14th. So that is Azerbaijan and Miami. Uh -huh. Okay. So be careful about those and our Taurus driver. Is that Yuki? Yeah. Yep. Uh -huh. So extra careful extra there. Extra careful. Yeah. And actually the Capricorns definitely need to not start drama because they could. And then, <laughs> and then August 23rd <laughs> to September 15th, it's retrograde Virgo. We have a lot of Virgo. Dutch, Grand oh, Prix, Italian. And then Singapore is a couple of days after it ends, but we'll still have a little retro shade there. So those races want to definitely, yeah. Watch out for Watch out. Yeah. Stay. We might be in Monza. I know. TBD. Ooh. I wonder. We that should look at down. what the races were last season with Red. Oh, yeah. You should oh, that'd be good. Yeah, we should look at that. And see what that looks like. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I'll send you the dates and see. I think, yeah, definitely there could be some engine malfunctions or equipment malfunctions. You know, like maybe... If there's a new a new car, new engineering, or new design to debut, this would not. I hope it doesn't happen during Venus retrograde or the summer or Mercury because it could could be a disappointment. I just thought the thing about Monza is it's Mercury retrograde. 
during Virgo season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Carlos is a Virgo. No, Charles. Char- no, Carlos. Carlos is Carlos, a Virgo. Yeah. Monza is Ferrari's home race. Also, Ferrari is Ooh, and Virgo. Ferrari's a Virgo. And Ferrari's too. a Virgo. Oh, no. No. What's the oh gosh? Together and I didn't like it. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. This is this could be Ferrari could have like a, a moment that they yeah, that they have to do some damage control on. That's oh when Charles is gonna go ape shit too. Yeah. That's when Charles is gonna say things that oh, he's yeah. gonna regret. It's oh he's so good. Car- Carlos and Charles are gonna crash into each other. <laughs> and Charles is gonna punch Carlos. <laughs> And no, then also we're gonna have young press about it. Oh, that could, that passive aggressive shit go go wild. Could turn into just plain old aggression. Now, interestingly, I don't I don't know if this tracks, but last year was the year of the tiger, and Mercedes was founded during a tiger year. So, if they had some kind of like a a transitional year last year, it was then... their first year being bad. Oh, see, see. <laughs> Like and now really Ferrari has their see in Chinese astrology when it's your year, the you know the superstitious among the believers say that it can be a bad year. It's really what it really is. It's a it's a year that you're starting a new twelve year cycle. So you're supposed to make changes, but most people don't. They come in doing what they've always done, and suddenly it doesn't work. So Mercedes, if they did that last year. All of a sudden, the thing that always worked for them didn't. And yeah, that could happen yeah. again with Ferrari being a Virgo-ruled company. So it sounds like they fired their head of design? Was they that did. No, he no, resigned, they fired, but they or fired he resigned. their team principal. Yeah. They fired their team principal. They may go through a few more rounds before they find the right one. It might. I don't know if the ones they got, out the Fred. replacements Watch are even going to Oh, goodness. So we may see more drama even with the car companies than the drivers. Interesting. Uh, but Jupiter and Taurus should make for some really good car designs. And maybe we'll see some hot new, you know, industrial designers. Features. Good do have new couple, uniforms. I yeah. We have some yeah. new actors mm-hmm. coming okay. to the grid in the next couple of years. So okay. I think they're going to be starting to like tinker on those which will be next year's jupiter and gemini that'll be awesome for cars so really after may of may 16th of this year we should start to like like yeah the cars are going to outshine drivers yeah so i'm excited all right you heard it here first time stamp it if i'm wrong denounce me if i'm right i think just enjoy it yeah but yeah that was so fun and Okay, let's see. Let's Those see. Aquarians are going to rise to the top with the Scorpios. I think we have to do we have to do a quick Daniel Ricardo. Oh yeah, of course. Because of course. if if, he, if we do this podcast, the Danny fans, Ricardos as we call them, <laughs> will be very upset if they don't get to hear about Danny. Yeah, <laughs> what's, what's in what's in Danny's future? This I mean, year? I personally think he's adorable. He's a cancer. They're always the frat boy, but they're the frat boy that like drinks and sleeps in and never showers, and then kicked out of the house and sleeps on the porch. So 
That feels like that Danny. feels like Danny. That feels yeah. like Danny. It doesn't really feel like Lauren Stroll though. So, <laughs> oh yeah, or they're super yeah, right. Or they're yeah. daddy. They're yeah, daddy. Give him, give him thirty years. We'll see where he ends yeah, up. He's so true. His ego is his biggest problem though. His past life sign is Leo, so maybe a bit cocky there. He, we don't know his time of birth, but he's a Gemini moon. Problem in his chart, he has what's called a yod, which is this re- like prince head. It's in the charts of people who are like have very difficult but interesting lives at times. They're, they can never settle on one direction. They're like, it's almost like there's a computing error in there. Like they're mm-hmm. always having to adjust and adapt. And they're not even at ease with themselves. A little bit of a tortured soul, even if. He seems so at ease in the world. Like there's a, there's more going on than meets the eyes. So sometimes people born with a yod in the chart have to overcome things that others do. So he's being tested in some way. Now here's the thing: cancers though they got their asses kicked because Mars was in Gemini since August twentieth of twenty twenty two and all the way until March twenty fifth of this year. So. It's usually only in one sign for about six to eight weeks. But when it goes retrograde, then it takes this long period. So seven months of Mars and Gemini for cancers, hidden enemies, misfortunes, bad judgments, scandals, think, that kind of thing. I think we like when, when we did this in for the summer break, that was noted and we're like, it's oh, yeah? a long road ahead of him. And that's when we were basically like, we think he's going to be out. And he was. McLaren and yeah, had a rough go at it for the rest. Was it in October or no? It was in November. Yeah, they basically, the the decision came in, I think, October. Yeah, September, September, early October. But I think it's interesting that you say this was Yod. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I do feel like he was at Red Bull for a long time. But then after that, he was too... Renault and then to McLaren mm-hmm. and then and then back yeah. to Red Bull and then back yeah. to Red Bull and he's just kind of like I feel like he was like jumping around he wasn't like satisfied it could also be like ego that he was like I'd rather be a reserve driver than go down to Haas or like mm-hmm. I would rather so I feel like there's, there's definitely ego and entitlement and things that he says stuff his his mouth moves too quickly but he does (laughs) he definitely feels like he comes across as he feels that he has is already at the top that he doesn't have to earn his place and yet he's really bad at picking who to be loyal to if anyone like so people may see him from this yard like that he's disloyal Mm -hmm. even if he isn't like they may should have been loyal to Cyril and not Zach (laughs) yeah he facts he will learn some lessons about like choosing loyalties for the wrong reasons yeah or saying things about people out of the side of his mouth like he just he'll have to grow up and grow into that but but if he does he can be very powerful but it'll always be a little bit of a liability and i think maybe people are like there's enough good drivers that we don't need someone can be a liability unless it's max for stuff yeah <laughs> like he hasn't yeah earn the right to be that way but mars is going into cancer march 25th to may 20th so if he you know i don't know reinvents himself as an even bigger social media sensation or end up being cast in a movie he does have a show coming out on hulu soon Mm -hmm. oh he does he's like executive producing a show for hulu this year oh is he well he'll be in front of the camera next so 
you know what? We're hoping he gets a commentary position. It would be good for him with a Gemini moon. And then he can see all those sheet things. Like, that is actually perfect. Because he will nail it. That's the perfect. The problem is that with that yod, the shady things he says have just just the right zing of truth. Where yeah. he, if he's got to tiptoe around egos, then he's going to be the enemy. But if he's a commentator. But he's also kind of the perfect person for that because everyone loves him, right? He's yeah. He's kind of like the class clown. And so mm-hmm. he can kind of slide in jabs. Yeah. And no he'll he'll really be able to do it. Yeah. yeah. Flash no really his adorable smile. Yeah. 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 Yeah, as long as he's not pissing off the humorless daddies <laughs> Don't say anything about Lance. That's right. No. <laughs> you will not joke about them. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, but, yeah, he'd be, he'd be a really fun commenter and, yeah, commentator. Mm-hmm. Well, so. good. I think good stuff in store for Danny, whether or not he returns to the grid as a driver, TBD, but I do think it's looking good for him in terms of staying in the sport. Yeah. 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 I don't know that he's got back as a driver, honestly. I think he's going to be a peripheral. Yeah. Yeah. Around the sport. If he's in, a, you know, someone's music video before the end of the summer, I won't be surprised. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. Like, okay. I see, I see it. He'll be in a Harry Styles music video. <laughs> I see a cameo. I don't know why. I just I feel that there's a cameo somewhere. I, I think fun. I, I feel a Danny Rick Harry Styles pairing. They've been hot, a hot topic lately. They are fans of each other. Yeah. So okay. and they have mutual friends. Interesting. Okay. Very different. So they won't compete with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh a Harry Styles okay. video. Yeah. All yeah, okay. We got a prediction. Okay. Okay, that's our here. that's our wild card prediction. <laughs> yeah, Danny Rick yeah. and Harry Lewis Styles Hamilton video. dating Kim Kardashian and Danny Rick in a Harry Styles music video. <laughs> Those are the things that we're predicting for this year. <laughs> okay, not Perfect. Kendall Jenner, right? Didn't he date Harry? Yeah. Dated Harry Kendall. dated Kendall. Oh, yeah. Keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> so. Keeping up with the Kardashians <laughs> is not that easy. <laughs> the C-A-R-Dashians is the only car we're keeping up with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. I think that kind of wraps up all the all the astrology questions that we have. But we would love to invite you to do one more thing with us. We close every podcast episode with a manifest minute Ooh. in which we take requests from our listeners who have something coming up that they want a little bit of tg1f community manifesting power Uh to help them you know we we manifested we actually just heard from someone that a couple weeks ago we manifested one of our listeners getting into phd phd programs and and everything and she just let us know that she got into every single program that she applied to and so Congratulations. it must have been the manifesting power. Clearly. Yeah. So we'd love to invite you to join us okay. in a manifest minute. I'll bring a little extra cosmic power. I've got my, yeah, I'm I've got my crystal one. here oh, that I was on our TV Perfect. show set with me manifested on people's charts. So if it's a mm. love manifestation, this one has done some matchmaking. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Need that in my life. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so a little bit about Isabel. She recently found our podcast through Instagram and is obsessed with it. 
So she just <laughs> she just wanted to say thank you for the joy and laughter it brings her. So thank you, Isabel, for being a fan. Thank you for listening. She's trying to adopt a more positive outlook on life this year. She has applied to college this year and decisions are coming up this month. Sadly, she was already rejected from her early decision, but she's ever hopeful that she'll be accepted to the schools that she has applied to in light of the rejection. I know that it is a big ask, but I figured it was worth the shot. Thank you again for the amazing work that you guys do, and I cannot wait for the new episode. So, so I wish we knew Isabel's birthday. I know. I know we should start getting people. We start getting people to send us social security numbers to yeah. like, where were you born? When were you born? What was your first right. pet's name? So as part of Manifest Minute, we close our eyes. We take a deep breath in. We take a deep breath out. And in our mind's eye, we're just going to imagine Isabel getting a notification on her phone, her email, or her computer, whatever way she is checking her email. Maybe she's getting it snail mail. I don't know how they're doing it these days. I'm old. <laughs> but either way, she's waiting, patiently waiting for the schools that she has applied to. She's super excited about it. She knows in her mind that she's worked really hard and she knows that, you know, that the school that she got rejected to was not necessarily going to be the right one for her and everything happens for a reason. And so one day coming up very soon, I don't know the date that they come out. Well, decisions are due by like April 10th. So okay. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. She gets a ping on her phone. She opens up her email and just gets ping after ping after ping because she has been accepted to all of the schools that she has recently applied to. And she knows that now she gets to pick the best school for her that feels right for her. And she will have a very happy future ahead of her at whatever school she decides to go to. So we're going to take a deep breath in, a deep breath out, and then we're going to open our eyes. And we're just going to go through the rest of the week into the weekend and kind of seal in that good vibration by doing something kind for someone else, whether that's giving a compliment, helping someone with a bag, holding the door open for someone, whatever it may be, whatever feels good to you, feels right to you. Put that positive energy out there into the universe so that Isabel will be able to, you know, feel confident in her decision when she gets accepted. Every school of her choice. Love it. That was awesome. <laughs> so Isabel, keep us posted. And Ovi, thank you so much. Oh my God, for this joining was so us. fun. I love when unexpected things mash up with astrology. So absolutely. It's so much it's because it really can be applied to everything. It can so. be. And I think it's so important for people to like understand astrology and be able to, you know, use it not as something that's like these are predictions that are being made, but more like understanding it to like understand what's going on and and also kind of how you can adjust your own actions and thoughts and feelings based yeah. on your astrological chart yeah. and to make sure that things are going your way even if things feel tough knowing that you know retrograde is going to be over soon or you know things are yeah that that you can be able to to know have a better understanding about yourself yeah it's supposed to be a power tool it's a tool yeah. not a rule is what i like to say so exactly. use it as that and you can check us out at astrostyle.com i'm sure you yes. Show Absolutely. notes and everything, but yeah, come and get your free horoscopes. Follow us at Astro. Us being me and my twin sister <laughs> yeah. who does exist but isn't here. In body. 
that I she's here. She is anyway. She is here. Absolutely. That's right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Yeah, we will post all of the links, all of the assets, all the resources for everyone to be able to follow the Astro Twins and bring a little more astrology into your life. We had so much fun. This is like literally the best podcast episode ever. (laughs) So thank you for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And until next week, we will see you on the internet. Bye. Bye. Bye.